Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Relaxin' Podcast, SNR's current ongoing podcast featuring myself, 4Camera40K, Arios, the co-owner of SNR, Jam, the owner of SNR, and today we are joined by special guest, Just the Ice. What up? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? Oh, dude, I'm fantastic. Ready to go. There you go. We're glad to have you here. Uh, guys, we got a decent little list of topics today. It's not going to be as long as our first episode, I don't think, but uh, we are going to talk about the big news of the week. That is Evo uh, going to an online event and not including Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So Ultimate getting basically dropped from the lineup and getting replaced by Mortal Kombat, essentially. Uh, we're going to try and sort of discuss a little bit of the issues with Ultimates Online. I'm I know that topic's kind of been talked up and down to death on Twitter. Everybody knows Ultimate Online is not good, but there are potential solutions that Nintendo could look into. Uh, will they? And then we're also going to do a little discussion about SNR's future plans and just a mini Q&A with our guest, Just the Ice. So I wanted to start, obviously, with the big news, which is Evo dropping Ultimate. Uh, and what your guys' thoughts are on that, whether you think that's a really huge deal, uh, if you think it's going to be okay. Uh, personally, myself, I I have a feeling that Nintendo probably got in touch with Evo, or Evo got in touch with Nintendo, and they were like, yeah, we don't want your game featured. Um, I didn't, wasn't Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, like, the best, like, the most entry fee, or, like, most people entered that event out of everything last year? And it had like the most views as well. Yes, uh, it has high viewership, but uh, in terms of like attendees, I, like like first every single Smash game, there's always like that Evo always the most attendees. But uh, the biggest like Smash event for Ultimate has been online, and that was the box. But that's online, right? Yeah, yeah. The box. I think. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, it's like that. I was going to say, I think that I also agree that Nintendo probably wanted them to not have Eve or like Smash Ultimate Evo because everything on Twitter, obviously, like the backlash of online ever since quarantine started has just been nuts. Like it was bad. Everyone knew it was bad, but no one really cared because you can just go to locals or practice with like friends. But now that we're like stuck in the house, it's just, you know, it's like people, everyone talks about it now. Yeah. Online tournaments have really picked up because it's the only way we can compete now. Mm-hmm. And it's last, been in the spotlight. <laughs> last year, uh, Evo and then followed by SmashCon right after were the largest Smash tournaments ever to date for any of the Smash games. And having the quarantine in the box be the largest uh, tourneys, uh, not just for Wi-Fi, but overall as well now to break the records. Um, like they kind of, Like the box kind of created a entirely new tier for tournaments like s tier was you know x amount of pro of uh, pgr um and total uh entrance like combines like there's a scale for it so to speak um in order for them to be scaled by tier and uh yeah the boxing quarantine kind of broke those it's kind of like ss tier tournaments 
if if it was offline, there'd be SS tier ranked tournaments, and whoever wins like one of those is guaranteed top ten, pretty much PGR, beating out all those players. It's kind of insane. Well, and everybody pretty much has the ability to do, enter these online tournaments. I mean, they are mm -hmm. free. The box did have free entry, right? There was no entry fee. Yes, this is free entry. No entry fee. Right, so it makes it super accessible. You don't have to worry about traveling out to Las Vegas and finding a an hotel and paying uh, the fee to actually get into Evo itself and all that uh, good stuff. You know, you can just get on your Switch, get online, and and play. And everybody's mm -hmm. complaining about it, but the opportunities for people to compete with the best players in the world, it, it's never been a, a better time to try and get some matches in with top-level players. And it's jump-started so many careers, too. Like, like top player, uh, like Wi-Fi Warrior kind of stuff, and highlighted a lot of players. Uh, like, oh, wait, who's this person? They're, like, kind of insane, you know? Um, there is one thing, though, about that that does kind of uh, irritate me slightly when I see people... Uh, I mean, it's the classic. Everybody always talks about haha Wi-Fi Warriors, like the trash offline, though, you know, that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. people say about this, like, when Nairo, for the first uh, Soak series, the four quarantine series, with uh, from uh, Moist Critical, the uh, Nairo, I was watching Nairo's entire run of it. You know, I was TOing the event, but I was watching Nairo's entire run, and he had to play Cola, and Cola ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, but he had to play Cola in um, winner's uh, quarterfinals, I think. Or top six or top uh, thirty-two, I think something like it might have been something like that. I forget. Um, and he ended up losing a three-two, three-one. I think he only like won one game. I know that for sure. And he lost to Cola. And his entire chat like went up in flames about how like this guy's just a Wi-Fi warrior and he doesn't, you know, he um, he wouldn't do that good offline or he. Um, like he he didn't actually use all his skill to beat him, and people forget. Literally two weeks before that, he almost beat uh Cola almost beat Nairo at Frostbite three to two. So he's actually not like just a Wi-Fi warrior. Nairo had to nearly reverse three O him to win. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, that's one thing about, about the online tournaments that there's the the hate towards it. I feel like has actually inspired a, a slew of like new players that are rising to, to the spotlight. In Cola's Twitter, like he's been tweeting about how he hates Wi-Fi too, though especially mm -hmm. he, he took a break from Wi-Fi for a bit, like even though he wins a bunch of stuff on Wi- oh, like exclusively on Wi-Fi, and he has good wins offside, outside of Wi-Fi as well, but like he just talks about how much he hates it and how stressful it is for him. I was going to say, it's got to mm -hmm. be like extremely yeah, annoying for him to win uh, what at that point was the biggest tournament to date, and then just get endless amounts of hate for it. Like I would not want to. Yeah, yeah, especially at his caliber. Like he, like he, Nairo the hard defended him. He's like, Cola. He's like, Cola's like one of the like grassroots like a player people don't know about. That's literally what Nairo said. Is he's like, we just played two weeks ago this this exact same matchup at Frostbite, and he nearly beat me by like I I, I he said I nearly beat him by one stock. That was the, the total difference between their sets. There's one stock. Naira won by one stock. So offline. Just that that just shows how good Cola actually is. The fourth best player in, in the world. Is so like 
<laughs> it's kind of kind of crazy, but you know, we're we're still adapting because we don't know how much longer this is going to go on for. And the good thing is, um, even though some people it, over time people might get more upset and there might be more distaste for it the longer it has to go on, it's also going to just get better because there's going to be better, uh, you know, there's rumors of developments of better websites to use to host and run the tourneys that are more reliable and easier interface and aren't confusing for players that don't know how to run uh, smash.gg as well stuff like that so they there's going to be improvements coming and it's, it's only going to make the whole scene better right and mm -hmm. we don't need evo i i mean evo in my opinion almost needs smash and 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 then not even because you know they just pulled the plug on melee like like it was no big deal. So obviously they probably don't feel the same way, but Evo Evo always gets massive numbers from Smash ever since they brought melee back. And Smash has that huge grassroots community and now it's being taken online and we've seen the really awesome tournaments that can be put on like there have been serious bumps along the road like Quarantine or Soak Series, excuse me, was planning to run all of its pools at like the same time, and the Smash GG staff had to tell them, "No, you cannot do this. Our servers will catch on fire. We have to have you like split up all the pools into different phases." So th there have been bumps along the way. Smash GG crashes a lot. Uh, there, there's all sorts of problems with the website itself, and hopefully, like areas touched on, we will get future developments there were other websites coming into the scene I've, I've heard that challenge is supposed to be getting an app soon that will be better than smash gg but i also heard that like six months ago and smash gg has their domain open so people can make an app for them but they said themselves they weren't going to make one which i don't know why but that makes any... no sense to me yeah i don't get it either but I'm pretty sure that's what they said. Because, like, they said anyone can make an app for them, but they're not going to make it themselves. So That's such a missed opportunity. It's actually insane. Yeah, it really is. It would, it would be so much easier. Just, that's why I always use Smash GG on my computer, because, like, using it on your phone, it, it's really it's really buggy, and I don't oh, like cool. it. Yeah, you pretty much have to use it on PC. And I get emails from them, or I, I was getting emails from them when I was actively TOing every week. It was like, here's here's new feedback for Smash GG this week. What do you guys want to see us develop? And they would ask for this feedback, like, literally every single week. And then they maybe added a very small handful of those features that they were asking people to vote on, like, what they wanted to see added. Uh, so I don't know if they just have a really tiny development team or what's going on there. But the, the situation with Smash GG is... Uh, it, it's... It's kind of the only thing we have, but it's certainly far from what it should be in terms of usability yep. and functionality. Like it, it doesn't even give you the ability to use your own stage lists, which really bothers me. Which is yeah, which is what, pretty annoying. WarioWare. It's, but yeah, especially when we want to take out Lilat and replace it with WarioWare. I agree, Justice. Thank me you. and Justice are on the on on this train. Please, Frigate Warrior Orpheon. I actually love Frigate. That's one of my favorite maps. I wish the camera didn't uh, get stuck on the right side when that when that platform moves. Like the camera gets all weird. 
Yeah, that's actually but like I remember playing that map all the time in Brawl. It's like one of my favorite maps of all times. Yeah, I love Frigate Jam. <laughs> what are your What are your thoughts about Stageless, man? You've been awfully quiet. What are your that's thoughts stageless. about What are your thoughts about WarioWare? <laughs> uh, if well, I'm all for playing WarioWare against Pikachu, but a character if you can buy a ten percent, I am totally for it. That would make my life easier. <laughs> and then he can't just like uh, what they call you can't just ban like. My best thing would be like, oh shit, I have to ban uh, WarioWare. I, I can tell you're a Rob main. <laughs> yeah, you're sounding like you currently sound like a robot. Technical uh, difficulties so... from Jam. Rip. <laughs> I'm sure Rob would love the side B on WarioWare. <laughs> right? That would, that, Rob on WarioWare would be. <laughs> he would just nair uh, Gyro Fair Gyro side B instantly kill. <laughs> His nair would cover like seventy five percent of the stage. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Holy shit. That would be actually insane. He would <laughs> rob him. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Rob might actually be the best character on WarioWare. Cloud, maybe. Ju Justice and I were uh, theory crafting this. I think Wario would be top three. Oh, Can oh, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. We can always hear yeah. you. It's just um, you know, techni yeah, technical difficulties. Understanding you was the issue. You, you were lagging just about as bad yes, as much better. my recent quick play match. Okay, now you guys are lagging. Hold on one second. <laughs> uh, Hello? Yeah. Hello. This yeah. is either Richter main. Do we have to say anything else, boys? Oh my god, why are you guys still lagging? Hold on. Be button burr. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's us lagging. Richter main. Be, be button. <laughs> Okay. He'll be right back. Now everything's fixed. <laughs> Richter okay. players, jeez. Well, speaking of lag and technical issues, um, the the biggest elephant in the room, and likely the reason why Ultimate was dropped from Evil Online, is because of the online play. Nintendo sucks. The the netcode, and. Specifically, their implementation of peer-to-peer uh, -peer networking is very bad. Um, Sus. If, to say the least. If somebody's dropping packets, the game will freeze and wait for the other connection to like receive that information before the gameplay resumes. And that is why it hitches so much, and you see the smash icon appear in the bottom right at the hand of the screen and you can go to your kitchen and make a sandwich before the match is ready to play again. <laughs> I, is there like, there's, there's like Mario, like Mario Kart has some pretty dope online. I think Mario, I've never had a problem with Mario Kart online. I don't know about Splatoon because I didn't play it as much, but like, there has to be other Nintendo IPs that have like good See, online, right? Because Mario Kart actually has rollback, by the way. Yeah. Which is the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah, Mario Kart has has rollback and it uses um in interpolation, which predicts essentially where you're gonna be. And Smash, mm -hmm. Smash has interpol, uh, wow, interpolation as well, but it's it's combined with that system of waiting when you have packet loss, in, instead of having rollback netcode which is awesome, and all fighting games should use it. Splatoon, which you mentioned, actually uses dedicated servers. Uh, unfortunately, they perform at a really low tick rate, which means um, essentially they only update like 16 times per second or something. No, it's, it's 20. It's 20, I think. 
is the tick rate, and that's very, very low for a shooter. But they use dedicated servers, and the experience is mostly smooth. Uh, but yeah. with Ultimate, it just their implementation of connections, and a lot of fighting games are guilty of this. Uh, rollback netcode for fighting games is only something that's sort of been recently being implemented, like Street Fighter Five. So it's it's not mm -hmm. really just a Smash problem, but these the technical details and, and real specifics on how Ultimate's networking works is part of the reason why it's such a bad experience. Yeah, like the, the my biggest issue with it, especially as someone who's going into like computer engineering and understand also understands like the business aspect of stuff. Like, why are they not the one of their biggest competitions back in the like in the eighties, nineties, um, was Sega, right? Mm -hmm. Why are they not learning from Sega's footsteps of, look what happens when you be complacent? Se Sega got complacent and they ended up just getting hard smoked out because they were like, we don't need to do anything uh, better. It doesn't matter what they do. People will just keep buying our system because, and 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 our stuff because we are who we are. We don't need to do that. You know, they're trying to act like. They didn't have to uh, stay competitive in in their market, which they do. You should always stay competitive in your market when you're trying to uh, hold, you know, your place and keep it secure that you currently have. And the thing with uh, Nintendo is they're being complacent with having like with having the most popular fighting game. You know, they're just being complacent, like oh, like no matter what, they're being complacent about having a loyal fan base, especially. So like they're, they're like no matter what everybody's gonna get you know our Smash game right, but what they don't realize that they're doing is they're just not capitalizing on the fact that their game could be even bigger and better if they just actually uh, put effort into the back end side of stuff rather than just the game itself. Right. It's a giant market that they're missing. Like easily ultimate could be 50 percent bigger which is a lot you know that's a lot for a game 50 percent bigger that's that's crazy but it truly could if it had better um some better engine uh quality for the rendering possibly because uh, it's some F fps issues with certain uh matchups and stages preventing them from being legal there's you know, uh, the six-frame buffer system, there's, uh, what's it called, the online is awful, stuff like that, and and also the Switch itself, not ha not having a uh, Ethernet port, oh, is also kind of, yeah. like, they, there's so many little things that really don't take that much that they could have done from the beginning to make it six times bigger, than, like, not six times, but, like, a lot bigger than it is now. <laughs> Well, and being complacent about like, oh, you know, if, assuming that if they never fix online, they're just losing so much possibility for the, f the future and, and for the present. Well, and Nintendo really likes to r ride the, the casual market, especially since the Wii days. Um, they, they've really just capitalized on tripping uh, yeah. well they re they really just capitalized on people who aren't like hardcore gamers and they don't really appear to listen to that subset of their audience and you really notice it with smash because 
there is this huge competitive scene that we're all a part of and love very much. And you can tell that Nintendo does not design Smash to cater to the competitive scene in, in really any way. I think Squad Strike was kind of that nod and changes to how um, For Glory works with, with Elite Smash. But there really wasn't a whole lot of thought that went into that. And when Nintendo balances the game, which we, we touched on a little bit last week, they kind of just go with characters that have low win rates in, in quick play and they don't balance around competitive play at all and they don't they, they just don't seem to really take into account opinions of their their hardcore gaming fan base and they're very slow to make changes or adapt i mean we're still using friend codes in the year 2020 and that is just baffling to me the other part of like going off what you said is like the changes that we want don't bring any downsides at all whatsoever to the casual fan base like they're not losing anything from the casuals by doing like listening to what the pro player like the the more competitive side wants if anything it just improves the casual you know like that that's what also confuses me Right, like, uh, the experience for Smash at its core doesn't have to change just to make healthy changes to, like, how we play online. So if they implemented rollback netcode instead of using this combination of interpolation and uh, packet loss and, like, delay-based netcode. Peer-to-peer. Yeah, peer-to-peer. All all this stuff, if... If they would invest in making a decent system using rollback netcode, it would go a long way to restore our goodwill. But there, there's really no incentive for them to do that because, they're, like you said, it's still a cash cow. It's still the most popular fighting game of the world, which even Masahiro Sakura has said he doesn't consider Smash to be a fighting game. So I, I think that really says it. Uh, that really says it all when the creator doesn't yeah. even see it as a fighting game in that traditional sense, which it's it's not. It's a platformer brawler type deal, but it's still closer to a fighting game than any other genre. Yeah, it's just being complacent and honestly, like somewhat selfish from Nintendo. They say they're going to fix their Wi-Fi. They said it in a uh, interview, but. The really thing they, the only thing they really add to it is like SNES games. They haven't really actually done anything. They they like they said in another interview they were going to fix Wi-Fi, but people just don't believe it anymore. People just say, like, like, "Oh yeah, okay, buddy." Yeah, I'm just like, "Okay, where's my new two new SNES volleyball mini games that I'm not going to play ever?" <laughs> and and another thing, yeah. the uh, the base, the the Wi-Fi chip that's in the Switch is terrible. Okay, this thing is like. 10 years outdated the max speed that this wi-fi chip can achieve is is absolutely laughable in current year and i understand maybe you know nintendo trying to keep costs down but even then like the the signal strength for the switch you basically have to be next year router to get anything out of it it's it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> and it really like the, the chip it, it makes that <laughs> lack of an ethernet port even more glaring yeah, like the chip itself isn't even that exp- like the going from the chip that they use to a better chip 
isn't even that expensive. It's it's kind of crazy. It's like four dollars more. The chips are not that complicated or like crazy technology. They're they're, they're in everything. Everything can connect to Wi-Fi nowadays. Everything uses those chips. Yeah, I, there's there's so many Doesn't little things with the Switch and and online in general that are just uh, Nintendo struck gold with with their idea for the console, but the um, the business yeah. practices that they continue to make impractical. It's, it's just so weird. It they hit a gold mine and then they got complacent. They're just like, yeah, but like it's successful, so why do anything better? Be- like, why not try to achieve something better and strive for greatness? Don't, like... Oh, yeah, and in Katomic, you said, the USB 3.0 port, it's not even 3.0 capable right now. It's only enabled for 2.0 USB. Yeah, but... And, and as... As a actually like active pro player, Justice, h- how do you how do you feel about trying to go into just like quick play to get practice? Like, is that even practical for you? I don't do quick play anymore. I've learned my lesson. Uh, I only do quick play whenever I'm like mid bracket, and it's gonna take too long to set up an arena for people to join. And like the quick play is like the only option I have to keep my hands warm while I'm waiting for the next game. Because a lot of Wi-Fi brackets, especially once you get into losers, it just takes, like, so... Like, it takes a long time. So, like, I guess, like, when I do go on quick play, it's, like, when I'm still in winners and I'm waiting for the guy next to me to finish playing. And then once I drop into losers, I have, like, two hours. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes it takes, like, an hour or two before I play my next game. So then I open an arena. And I I hop in. (laughs) Yep, and he hops in. (laughs) But yeah, I don't like quick play anymore. It's like, it's like sometimes you're running to someone who's better than you, and it's it's cool. But like most of the time, people just leave after one game of winning because they got they what they wanted. They wanted they got the GSP, and they don't. There's no incentive to stay again because like they can just learn your habits, and then you lose GSP. So like people who grind GSP just go on quick play, play one match. If they win, they get off. They get off. Like I had one time where I. This thing, it was a, it was like a Jigglypuff, and the rule set was one stock like three minutes, and they just camped me out the entire like three minutes, and then beat me in the sudden death, and then just left. Oh, oh. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, people who use like the three minute rule set just to cheese you. Uh, yeah. Quick play has so many issues, and even arenas, even the arena system is so lackluster. So lackluster. Subpar. I feel like it it over uses reset like it puts so much resources into all the all a lot of things that are just unnecessary and clogs it down and makes it takes away from what actually needs to be happening as far as connection and like overall play goes and i know and and how and the system itself running and i know jam's gonna hate me for this one but arms actually has a much better arena system you go into an arena and then, as soon as other people start joining, it just matches people up. It, it just it it'll just start matching you up within that within that like eight player lobby, and you'll just play games. There's no downtime. You don't have to sit in this long ass line if you're like if you're in a bigger arena where you're just waiting to play one person who's winning all these games. It'll rotate people in and out and fight other players, and it's all automatic. And and Smash doesn't even have that option. I wish you could change your character without getting out of the line. That's yes. like my biggest pet peeve with arenas. Yep, that's another one. It, that's just annoying. Like, 
whenever you're like you're like all right guys i'm gonna switch can you like hold on the line for me and then you switch and then they don't and then you have to wait for like 10 minutes to play again that's literally me with you though justice like y'all never wait for me yo i wait i'm a waiter dude you can't change rules for the most part. I think they, I think they patched that a little bit. You can change some rules now. Yeah. But you can't change stage without losing your spot in line. It's so. The yeah, that sucks. So the only thing you can't change uh, now, like it, when you have an arena up itself, you can change everything except for the size of the arena, which is kind of crazy. And, yeah. Like, that doesn't really make sense. <laughs> And even then, the like arena it's, it's is an arena. Even then, like the more people in your arena, there's a greater chance for the arena to just straight up crash. Yep, it's kind of whack. But like arenas are like average to slightly below average. The quick play is just like just as bad as it gets. It's just it can't. It's like it's a fit. You're basically coin flipping to see if you'll get a good match or not. And then it's another coin flip to see if they'll stay and practice with you more. So it's like a double coin flip. So an odds yeah. are in your favor of you having a fun match. So before yeah, all this uh, quarantine and such started, did you uh, have places where you would go practice uh, offline frequently, like locals or people in your area that you just go and like play against offline? Or did you? Oh yeah. Um, so there was a uh, every Thursday. It was called Tech Training Thursday uh, for this. This is one tournament. That's a monthly on Sundays. It's called Salty Sweet, and every uh, every Thursday they have like practice, and it's free admission. You just walk in. You you can like get it's like the what do you call it? The venue is like in a place where you can get food, so you can like hang out for like two to three hours to get some food with like your friends who play Smash, and they have like really nice fast monitors and like good nice chairs, and you pretty much practice for like three to four hours, and then you like and then you just leave, but like and then yeah and then. There's t where I live. There's two weeklies and one monthly, so I was pretty much going to them almost every week practicing. And then whenever I wasn't there, I did play on arenas. Even before quarantine, I did practice on Wi-Fi a lot. But I like did maybe one online tournament a month or one or two. But now after quarantine, I do like three four a week. week, three to four a week. Yeah. And does fairly good at them. I try. Except for when he finds a me brawler or a pack. <laughs> oh, a me gunner. Oof, there are some matchups. These are real characters. Just can't handle. Yeah. Pac-Man was created by Satan in Smash. I actually like Pac-Man. I think I he's pretty fun. Pac-Man Pac is awesome. <laughs> I love, I love Whack-Man, dude. He's quirky. I just can't beat the character because of me. It's myself. It's my own fault. I it's can't blame the character, but I can complain about it though. I have a good matchup with them, so like I don't mind. There's characters that like, especially on Wi-Fi, man. Like there's characters that like make me really don't want to play. Like, like Snake. Oh no, I love Snake, dude. <laughs> I shot all the Snake mains. You're all kings, dude. I, Snake is one of my favorite matchups, actually. See, He's so fun. What like my issue with Snake? I'm I have a hot hot opinion on Snake just of why I hate him. It's not even because of his zoning, not even because of his grenades. I mean, I, I don't, I really dislike his F, his uh, up smash, but like, it's just a part of his kit. You just have to play around it kind of thing. What I hate and I think is broken and should be removed is his uh, iframes on dash attack. Well, I thought you were going to say up oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 
No, I, like up to like I don't even have that big of an issue with. A lot of characters have fast, strong kill moves at a shield. It's just you know his just happens to be a good option for him because people have to run into him to avoid taking his damage from his zoning. So it's just a really good tool in his kit. My issue with dash attack, like every time I complain about it, they're like, if I use it, just punish it, and it's like, you say that. And I'm going to call out Neck here because it literally happened. I was like, you say that. I jumped over it, and you punished me dodging your dash attack with another dash attack. <laughs> yeah, no, his dash attack is definitely, like, top three. Like, Pikachu is probably the best. But... Yeah, it's insane how much coverage Snake gets on his dash attack. It's Yeah, it, it, as far as dash attacks go, it'd probably say Pikachu, then Snake, and then Cloud and Fox Todd. Greninja's a pretty good one. True. It starts, it's a combo Greninja's is, isn't safe on shield, though. Oh, it isn't? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. And Fox's is. And Cloud's two frames insanely, like, really easily. Mm-hmm. And kills. Whereas the other two don't kill. I don't like Snake's dash attack, but it's tolerable. I actually, like, his up tilt is the one thing that I don't like about him, to be honest. Because uh, I have bad memories where I played BR1AV in bracket, and I was behind Multiple him. Multiple times. And he was crouching. I was behind him. And then he got up out, off his crouch. I punished with an F smash. And I was behind him, by the way. And he used up tilt. And I was behind him, by the way. And I died. But like, I the park was literally remember behind. that clip. You really got to really the fact that you were behind him. Because yeah, that no, is so just, jank. It's just, it hit from behind, too. It's, I was like, all right, I got the free punish. And also, it's such a good anti-air. Like, once you're at, like, 90 to 100, there's just don't want to even approach in the air. It's not worth it. Because, like, that thing covers, like, to the moon and back. I've seen it pull people through the platform on Smashville. Oh, yeah, it does. It's it's crazy. It's like, I kind of wish he had banjos up tilt. <laughs> you know how much fun, you know how crazy that would be? Probably drop down on tier, but... I wish I had a uh, snake up tilt. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if every character had snake up tilt, man. There would be some broken characters. Imagine, I do imagine have snake up tilt, but it's called, back it's called back air. Imagine being that That's flexible true. in real life. Like, goddamn. Just super. He's like a. I don't. I haven't played a lot of Metal Gear Bro, games. You're talking but. about Snake. ZSS exists. Imagine being that flexible. She do you see her? Damage. Do you see when she has that suit on? She goes into a little ball. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That is flexible as as all hell. She ain't got no backbones. <laughs> well, she is Dude. genetically modified, and so is Snake. Fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Jam, are you alive? Oh, no. Take it as a no. Can't even hear him. Dang. He didn't even realize he was having his uh, Discord issue. The issue where he can't talk. Anyways, Rip. it's okay, though. You want to know what's crazy? No more Mr. Roboto. <laughs> what's up? That ZSS is number one on Wi-Fi, and I'm sticking by that the rest of my life. Like, so, yeah, so since true. Jam isn't here, he can't tell me not to talk about this. We don't have to talk about tier lists or anything. I just want to talk about... Um, Justice's very, or Just the Ice's very uh, uh, interesting takes, uh, specifically regarding ZSS. So not only does he think ZSS is the best character on Wi-Fi, he also thinks that she is overall the second best character offline. Yeah, 100%. Imagine better than Peach, better than Palutena, better than Shulk, better than Joker, and better than Pokemon Trainer. Yep. That's um, she's just, bold. No, it's 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 correct. 
and, and better than Wario. <laughs> and oh, I mean Wario. I mean no, it's uh, yeah, she's better than Wario and Inkling. Dude, I mean, just imagine not having a and better than Lucina. Yeah, she, well, Lucina's probably not even. I don't know. She might be top ten. I whenever I made that tier list on uh, whatever our streaming, it I my computer shut down and it didn't save, so I had to remake one. But the top three is 100% Pika ZSS. Joker. And that's all I'm going to say. That's the, all the takes you get from me. Yeah, so quite, those are definitely hot takes. That, that's all I will say. Well, I mean, they're not the worst things I've ever heard. It's quite interesting. It's not like Incineroar yeah. in high tier. True. He's bottom 10. Yeah, that, that is that is what. Sonic's not. Actually, team. I don't think he's bottom 10. I think he's mid tier. That's where I have him pretty much. I have him. Uh, yeah, I have him in tier. Well, I have a question for you guys, though. Do you think that... What do you think about people specifically, like, talking, like, down on, like, Sonic specifically, or anyone who plays, like, a Wi-Fi-ish character and wins big stuff? It's been more Sonics than anyone else. I don't think anyone else has gotten it as bad as he has. But, like... The thing is, about that, yeah, is certain players put a really bad taste and light on that topic. I think Sonic's actually is not one of the people that makes uh, Sonic so despisable. Even if he may play a, like a, a campy playstyle game to win, he definitely does it at a different level than the other Sonics. And if anything, um, the, the reason for him getting hate is just because he plays Sonic due to Wrath and um, Super Striker on Wi-Fi. Yeah. I feel like the, those two make a really bad name for Sonic. Not, not that they're bad players, it's just that they're the reason people hate Sonic more. Mm -hmm. Because they nah, really yeah. adhere to that play style. Isn't Wrath from Georgia? Yes, I believe so. I think so. I played him in doubles. I, I don't know if it was Wrath, but Fatality was teaming with a Sonic. And I played, I'm pretty sure it was Fat, Wrath and Fatality. But I know I played Fatality and Doubles. It was both of them. I mean, I definitely didn't win, but like, it was kind of, it was fun. I do, I do like, okay, I like playing against Sonic to an extent. I think Sonic is top five on Wi-Fi, hands down. And it's probably just biased because I've played so many Sonics in my life, but it's insane. And I think Sonic's that like, that actually approach not only like but that mix it up except for like spend dash like use other moves mm -hmm. like run up grab tomahawking i think it's fine still kind of annoying but like you gotta you gotta deal with it but like it, it gets like it sonic's very very good at wearing you down man like yeah. it like if they just like even Especially if they're down mentally. yeah if they're, they're if they're down and they're just spend dashing running away even like on big maps it's just it can drain you i've definitely lost sets where i'm up like two stocks against the Sonic, and then they just don't approach ever again, and then I just I just lose because you I You instantly ended your stream after sets like those. Yeah, it's just not... It's just not fun. But, like... I don't... I respect it. Yeah, if they're trying to win, you're trying no to win. No one blames you. <laughs> yeah, I don't... But, yeah, we talked about Sonic in our... We talked about Sonic in our last podcast, so... Uh, probably, uh... If you want to hear our opinions on Sonic, you can go to that one. Um... But now that you kind of bring up Wi-Fi characters, you yourself play quite the Wi-Fi character, don't you? Of course, Zelda, representing the Wi-Fi game. <laughs> is Zelda your only character? You just solo main, no pockets. Um, yes, yes, it's his only yeah, solo main. He has no other characters. 
I have I I have okay characters. There's just nowhere near as good as myself. He has a good hero. I'm, I'm just I'm oh, moving yeah. around because uh, his, his other characters have either gotten completely finessed by me or actually have taken my entire soul. Like I he owns me. <laughs> Specifically, his inkling has made me cry tears of pain. Yeah, no, my inkling's toxic. I'm gonna be real. He All has right. a very very Wi-Fi inkling. Yeah. An extremely Wi-Fi inkling. Roller. Roller. Uh, yes, sir. Only goes for the same combos. Does has a one flowchart game plan every stock from at any percent that I'm at. It's very oh. toxic. Does does no mix-ups, but I can't punish. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty hard to punish. Inkling. Anyway, wifi? your your main Zelda. Um, when did you start maining Zelda? Actually. So, um, I forget. So I know you mean Falco before. I've I have this little flowchart I'd call. I lose to someone with large disjoint. I get sad. I may try and make someone new, and then repeat. So I've I've picked up other characters after I've lost to like characters like Ike, Cloud, Sonic to an extent, and other like Luigi. Those characters that I don't really appreciate because. And but like I haven't like seriously like committed to a character besides Zelda. Literally day one, like I don't know if you guys remember, but before Smash Ultimate came out, there's like like create your ultimate main list or whatever, where like you can tell everyone who your main was. Like but, like I don't know, it looked mm -hmm. cool. But, yeah, yeah, I remember that website. Mm -hmm. So I Zelda was like at the very bottom of the six that I picked, but I wanted the main Ice Climbers the most because I thought Ice Climbers was like one of the coolest characters in Smash, and. Funny story, I was playing with my uh, my friends who were like played Smash casually, and we played with like Smash Meter on, and one of my other friends who's like not really good at the game won because he he had like he he played Zelda and he got the you know Zelda's you know, Smash Meter. We're gonna just talk about how secure that is, but yeah, he won, and he had a fight against Ice Climbers, and then he just choked it, and we didn't get Ice Climbers for the rest of the night. So I started playing Zelda, and then that's when I like was like, okay, this character's pretty fun. I like it. And then yeah, I, even after we unlocked Ice Climbers, I tried playing them. I got, I got, I didn't really like it that much. I was like, all right, Zelda's my uh, main. So, yeah, ever since day one, I've been a Zelda main. And honestly, it's not a bad pick because Zelda is, in my opinion, like quite, quite in a good place in this one. Uh, you know, maybe not the case in previous entries, but I think, I think she's pretty good now. Oh yeah, she's definitely the best she has been ever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Well, I, I mean, and she's a technically, cutie. I mean, come on, dude. Technically, in brawl and she was actually uh, in brawl and melee. She was actually uh, pretty high on the tier list if she just pressed down B. Though. Down B. If she, all she had to do was press down B, and, and she jumped the tier list quite a bit. <laughs> but yeah, I just like I like everything about her except for her speed. I usually like playing fast characters. That's really I don't know why I like Zelda so much, but. Yeah, I usually go pick fast characters, but I don't know, something about Edge... I, I'm a huge fan of ledge trapping. It's, like, one of my favorite, like, like things to do in this game. So that's why I like playing Zelda, because your ledge trapping is so good. You get the Phantom on ledge roll, and then you, like, cover one option. Or you just mix it up. Her mix-ups are insane on ledge, and it's just, like, really fun. And that's why I, like, stuck with her. And I've liked playing other characters who have, like, better, like, amazing combo, like, like material, because it's, like, the opposite of Zelda, where... She's like raw hitting, and you don't really have a lot of combos. So whenever I do try and pick up someone else, it's someone who's like combo combo oriented, you know. 
just to like fill the other side that I don't usually play. And I pick up characters just to beat whatever character Justice is playing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I play Inkling and Rob. <laughs> Let's go. I actually think Rob's fun to play against. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but Stop. I know a lot of people hate Rob, but I actually really Stop. like playing Dude, him, so. I think Rob is awesome. I hate playing Rob. Dude, Dude Bork, Bork knows why I hate fighting Rob. It's because I beat Especially you. Especially that one lag spike tournament. No. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I dislike Rob is whenever I go town and city. But okay. except for that, I enjoy it. I wish uh, Richter was removed from the game, the Belmonts. No, you can stop right there. <laughs> remove Simon, don't remove Richter. Remove both. Hey, hey Jam, yeah. since you're back, now I can finally ask you this question uh, because this is very you focused as the owner uh what would you like to tell us about future plans for snr oh boy well so in terms of future plans for snr we have a really big event planned that will be announced really soon that is not into the smash first into the smash first because this was actually one of the requested uh topics is actually going to be a smash tournament that's going to be like into the spider-verse themed if you guys have seen that movie so it's going to have like that vibe of like like i don't want to reveal too much of what we have planned for that tournament because we'll come up we'll have an announcement regarding that but it will be a tournament a singles tournament and this other big event that's planned is also another tournament i'm glad you confirmed the biggest detail that they are in fact tournaments <laughs> i know right didn't see that one coming. You want to give some but, dates uh, potentially? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to reveal the date for uh, the big event, but the other one <clears throat> should be in mid June. That is the into the Spider Verse. That is should be around mid June. That is the goal. We'll see. Pretty much what you guys Nothing need to know is that, that yeah. these events are coming up in the near future, with within like the next thirty days or so. I think that's the real big takeaway. Yep. And mm -hmm. I am so excited to talk about the other one. Uh, unfortunately, not quite allowed to yet. But no, guys, uh, we are going to have something really massive up our sleeves coming up soon, and and there will be details on it as soon as we get the green light. And hopefully, mm -hmm. we can start. Just as you better win both of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll try. Yeah, you are sponsored after all. You have to. Otherwise, we're going to terminate your contract. Uh oh, oh yeah, I got to whip out the most toxic Zelda I can in the next few days. <laughs> yeah, basically. You got to get that training montage. Camp, camp if you have to. Camp me out if you have I'm to. Out. You got to so. camp out. You got you to gotta out camp Sonic and Snake. Oh, my favorite. Pitch that tent. Oh, boy. <laughs> He's going to kill viewership. That way, though. <laughs> yeah, and my will to watch. <laughs> and my will to TO. <laughs> like, the last tournament I won, it was like 190 people, right? I played against Sonic, Winner's Finals. He's, he's pretty good. His name is Just Wu. I don't know if you guys know him, but like he's pretty okay. In Winner's Finals, I played him. He 3-0'd three, he me. It was pretty bad. He just destroyed me because I didn't really know what to do. And then in Loser's Finals, I like beat a me brawler 3-2. And then I came back, and we went to game 10, last hit every single game, and almost every single game went to one minute or below. And I looked at the VOD, because I was streaming the whole thing. It literally went for like on for like an hour and like 10 minutes, like Grand Finals did. And I like barely won, 
I don't even know what would happen if I lost. I would have been like so frustrated because like I spent an entire hour and some change fighting against a Sonic, and I was just, like, if I lose this, I want to be so sad. And then I had a reverse three zero on, on the second oh, set. Man. It was kind of, it was super close, but yeah, I'm glad that I won. Painful. But it was very the game was strong. Loses five games in a row and then reverse three zeros and reset grand finals. In the yeah, that's that's some MK Layla clutch. How do you feel about the Sonic matchup specifically, like with Zelda? I think Sonic wins, but it's not that bad. I think like Zelda has the like anti camp. Obviously, she can camp Sonic back. It's pretty much a game of um, don't get hit first or you're screwed. Because uh, if he hits you first and then he decides he doesn't want to interact with you the rest of the game, you're too slow to like catch up with him. The only times you're going to interact with him is if he's off stage and you have like Phantom set up for like stage control and you keep him like near ledge or if he approaches you. Those are like the only two ways you're going to fight if like he, that, that's what he wants. Yeah, I, I feel like in that matchup, at least analytically, uh, Zelda has to, it, not has to, but it's critical and, and uh, apparent that Zelda holds advantage pristinely as best as possible it's extremely important for her to play her advantage perfectly um in order to to win that matchup not that like that's the only way she can win that matchup but um that's where she's gonna uh, benefit the most um i mean obviously every character benefits from an advantage state but specifically in that zelda matchup um what zelda has to look for is if she gets advantage state how to just hold that as best as possible against the sonic yeah, the reason why I won, which I'm gonna be honest, he was very, very confident he was gonna beat me because he told you like he DM me like later that night. And he told me well like he was he didn't think I was gonna win, so he we played FD twice. I don't know, I lost both games and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go PS2. I went PS2, and um, I changed up my play style from playing only camping to like always trying to approach him, and he didn't really know how to react to it. And it's not really that's not really a good idea just to always approach Sonic, but like since he was so shaken up by it, it worked. And he just kept spin or charge. Wait, is it spin dash? What do you call it? Like when yeah, you hold yeah. be, no homing attack. That's what it is. He yeah, kept using yeah. homing attack and air dodging after, and I just kept punishing it. And then he went PS2 four times in a row, and then I won every single time. And then like because he said he was so cocky, he was gonna win that he wanted to beat me on PS2. Dang, dude. So that's why. <laughs> and then I beat him on PS2 four times back to back. And then he switched to like town, and then I, or no, he switched to Kalos, and then I got bopped. And then I went small stage, and then he went large stage, and then I beat him on like town last hit. But yeah, that's how I beat him. I take Sonic small stages so he doesn't have room to camp as hard. That's like the strat for me. All right, all right. Well, uh, not, a, not a bad strat. No, it's, it's not a bad strat at all. And honestly, I, I wish you luck dealing with other sonics because i don't think that's gonna drop off the face of the earth anytime soon unless uh everybody agrees to just globally ban sonic which uh <laughs> as i've said before from i don't what? really from uh, agree with that one but uh, we are gonna have to uh wrap things up for this episode i'd like to thank everybody for being here today thank you justice for dropping into the podcast answering some of our questions and man, it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was awesome having you. I think we had some really good discussions today. And uh, those of you guys listening, thank you for tuning into episode two. And we will be back next week and hopefully with another guest, although we're going to have to discuss that between me and JM to see who we're going to have. But yeah, that's going to do it today. 
Uh, as I said before, I'm WarCamera40K with Jam and Arios for the Relaxing Podcast, and we will catch you guys next time. Adios. Later.